0: Welcome, one and all, to Unimportant Questions. I am Matt Bynan and sitting across from me is Jaren Bird. Good intro. <laughs> I've been working on my radio voice.
1: Hey, it feels really awkward to just, like, go silent and then be like, welcome, everybody. <laughs> but that's exactly, like, what you need to do. Yeah. It feels like the most
0: awkward thing. It's not awkward for me anymore, but... Uh, do you like do you remember like
1: one of the first time when oh, yeah. you first started, you're like this I shouldn't be doing this.
0: Yeah, it feels fake. But now it feels real. <laughs> hey, who do you think has the best radio voice? Uh, who's your in favorite? the world in the, all or throughout the just of history? what you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> the guy um, from World War 2. <laughs> coming in from Norway.
1: Um, that
0: was a bad impression.
1: I like uh, I like Ira Glass has a great voice. For radio, any anybody can have a good voice for radio. It's it's just like it's familiarity with the voice. It yeah, like here's some hot tips for uh, radio. <laughs> You're gonna think, and so I guess the same goes for video because I was watching uh, the video of our of the last episode yeah. that we did, and I'm like, man, I look freaking weird. <laughs> uh, it takes a while to get used to your own the sound of your own voice. Yeah, and once you do. Um, it's, it's a lot better and you
0: can be a little more authentic. Yeah. You're not as self-conscious. You're not trying to talk deeper or like, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and that's part of like the skill. I think I'm not saying you and I are even particularly great at this sort of thing, but like it is a skill to sound normal and natural. People's like first inclination is to like change something. Yeah. You know, which only makes them sound worse to themselves later if they hear it again. Right. Um.
0: Is that your hot take? Is that your hot tip, I mean?
1: That's one of my hot tips.
0: Is to just embrace just, it or?
1: Just trudge through it. Okay, yeah. It, it, Mileage. It, eventually you'll embrace it and you'll totally just be right. like, okay. And I think hopefully the same thing happens with video because right now I'm I'm in a spot similar where I'm like, I look like a weirdo, and I look strange and gross, Yeah, and it's not good, so hopefully I'll just get used to that.
0: Um, you don't look strange or gross. No. I. You look yeah, great. Thanks. You do, too. <laughs> I think you look great. You look great. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Okay. <laughs> hey, what are we going to talk about today?
1: Um, I did want to say who, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I thought you said I were Glass, but that was kind of like that you was... going through a list Um
1: I like to listen to this podcast called On Being. Have you ever heard of it? With Krista Tippett. Uh-huh. She's a great voice. Um it's kind of NPR-ish. I like a little bit of the NPR style, but yeah. I don't like the full NPR experience. Yeah. So that also feels a little artificial to me. Like I feel like people get onto NPR and PR and just assume the identity. Yeah. Or this try and like fit the style of NPR. Right. And uh and it's kind of like what we talked about with Bill Simmons where it's kind of like it starts to feel too artificial. Like that's the thing that we said was cool about Bill Simmons was he's His good at encouraging yeah. like just somebody's own identity without pushing that. Yeah. And I, we felt like we said that we felt like ESPN will like push a thing that makes somebody unique in order to yeah. like draw more attention
0: to it. And that feels artificial too. You mentioned a female. I uh radio voice i like sarah koenig from serial
1: oh yeah i thought she's she she's really, really good, job good like
0: she'll be talking directly to the listener and it just sounds so casual like mm-hmm. she's great
1: that's so, actually hard to do yeah and then also serial is so well written and you can tell she's reading a script at least most of the time yeah but she's just like simply presenting the information and it doesn't need to have anything else into it. it just needs to. And it takes a lot of work to get to that point where she goes from one logical step to the next. Yeah. But it so doesn't, what was so great about serial was it doesn't try to embellish or add any sort of like stylistic flourish to it. It's yeah. just like, look, this is the story. We already know it's compelling.
0: Yeah. Um, True dat.
1: Yeah. I think she did a really good job. With cereal.
0: Um, last week, we promised our listeners we were going to talk about chewing gum. So mm-hmm. I think we better make good on that promise.
1: Yeah. Let's just do it.
0: Do you chew gum? Yeah. How I... often? Occasionally. Several times a week?
1: No, I go in spurts. Uh, if It's like if I have gum, mm-hmm. if I remember to buy it, and then it's like every day multiple times a day until i run out of gum and then i could go weeks without chewing any more gum
0: and when you have gum you you kind of always know that you have it like um (laughs) like (laughs) if i have a little uh pack of gum that'll go pretty fast but have you ever seen the uh little uh they're almost little cylinders full of like trident loose trident with Mm -hmm. like a pop top yeah yeah You can, one of those will last me like months in my cupboard at home.
1: They're pretty great because they look like sugar cubes, which I don't know if you did this in school, but like sugar cubes were like a
0: thing when uh, I was in school. Did you grow up in the 1950s? (laughs) Yeah. You had them in your pocket for your horse? I
1: think I did grow up with teachers from the 1950s. (laughs) And they thought like rewarding us with sugar cubes and it did work and they thought it worked and they were right. It totally worked. And then
0: you went back home on your merry way with your hoop and stick. Uh huh. And the music was like, there is that brand of gum called like ice cubes and they literally are cubes of very sugary gum. Mm hmm. Um, is that what you were talking about? Yeah, I think that, I thought that's what you were talking about. I was talking talking about, about. like, the Trident. They're, like, kind of, uh, they're not squares. They're, like, little envelopes that are, like. uh, Like like, chiclets? Yeah, they're kind of like chiclets, yeah. Yeah, okay. And they're hard on the outside. My mom
1: buys ice, like, ice breakers, I think is the Uh brand. And, yeah, it's the, it's like a little sugar cube. Um. Which is part of the appeal, I think.
0: That was one question I had for you is like, what is your gum of choice?
1: That's actually one of my, kind of one of my questions, which is like, it involves packaging, like the way gum is presented mm. to us, which is, has changed. Yeah.
0: Um, There's a divergence in like brands and how they choose to present gum.
1: Yeah. Can I actually ask my question? Sure. My then- question was, um, why did they move away from the style of packaging when we were kids which was like a pack uh, like almost like a cigarette pack but Mm -hmm. smaller and then it was just like
0: five pieces no it was was like a small one it was
1: like 30 pieces and then wrapped in like a little piece of paper and then put into like a sort of
0: aluminum foil ish yeah i know what you're talking about
1: extra extra was the brand or wrigley's i think also
0: i'm thinking of uh, another style that's similar where it's like five pieces in just one little pack. Mm. And you can you could buy those for like 15 cents or something. Yeah, yeah. How old do we sound when we're talking about <laughs> 15 cent packs of gum? Yeah. Although um, I'm
1: not sure it's that much more. How much does a pack of gum cost now? Like it's a like a
0: $1.29 now. Unless you, I mean I'm sure you can find it for a dollar, but like at the grocery store I've noticed that it's not 99 cents anymore very often.
1: Well, it's just that packaging technology has come so
0: far that <laughs> This is what gum is worth now. It is interesting how like um, Trident, for example, they're sticking to their guns on their approach, like single file row of smaller sticks of gum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine like a a meeting at Trident offices (laughs) where they're like... We were ahead of the curve. Um, our packaging design is timeless. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like patting themselves on the back uh-huh. for something extremely inconsequential. It they're like, amazing. see, everyone eventually came to the Trident way of doing it. We were so far ahead of our time.
0: Yeah, now, now they're never going to change.
1: Yeah. Now
0: they'll yeah. go back
1: to like the style I'm talking about, mm. which I know is going to make a comeback at some point because we love nostalgia yeah. so much um, that like, I just can of can't wait. Cause I kind of loved that. It was this horrible way of doing packaging. It just made trash <laughs> everywhere all the time.
0: Excess. And,
1: yeah. uh, uh, but it, re- it's just got this sort of, it's nostalgic for me. It like, it's kind of comforting.
0: It's the same reason why we're going to go back to the rainbow zebra, gum yeah with like the really dusty wrapper and like the like yeah. stick itself is like hard <laughs> yeah 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 i can't wait for it that like breaks and, yeah yeah that was horrible <laughs> but i loved it when i was a kid like i wanted that so badly
1: i kind of now that i think about it my mom would always buy wrigley's and it was light blue because i think it was like sugar-free because mm-hmm. like i guess as long as i've been alive my mom's been buying sugar-free stuff mm-hmm And uh, we were so loyal to that package. Mm -hmm. Have you ever talked to a smoker?
0: What do you mean?
1: Like a real, like a smoke, like about their purchasing habits. Smokers seem, a lot of smokers seem to be very specific about the type of smokes that they
0: like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was trying to discern what you meant by that. Like like in all things, uh, (laughs) like that's their nature. No, like that could be partially the case, but yeah, I think that's just a human thing.
1: And in this case, it manifests itself as well. You like to smoke, so you're gonna be very particular about. But like packaging and cigarettes seems so important. And I think gum for me, when I was a kid, it seemed that important to me that my mom would get this same pack and same color. There was like dark blue and light blue, and she would always get light blue. Right. And that all meant something to to me. I associated it with my
0: mom's identity. Well and my own identity is gum the non-smoker's cigarette it kind of is and especially knowing that uh smokers will turn to gum as an alternative right uh,
1: yes and no because i feel like now i feel no brand association with gum mm. and i don't know if my mom cared yeah. <laughs> like even though she bought the same kind every time Did she give it any thought, or was she just buying it because it was familiar?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm agreeing with you now that I think about it. I'll just try out new gums. Yeah. Just because. Just because. Based off of the packaging.
1: Like, oh, that looks interesting, or maybe some sort of flavor.
0: Gum is funny, too, because they're kind of like a, a combination of toothpaste and Taco Bell. (laughs) because like taco bell will come out with a new product that's nothing more than a rearrangement of the same ingredients Mm -hmm. and i think gum does that too like now arctic fresh mint yeah that's not a different kind of mint than your (laughs) you know yeah frost mint that you came out with before yeah there's a couple (laughs) of like
1: gum marketing points that they're kind of the only mark like Mm -hmm. to come up with like a new gum thing to market yeah would be like revolutionary at this point because (laughs) we've kind of saturated all like long lasting or fruity
0: yeah as opposed to
1: peppermint and then you've got various types of peppermint that are like always marketed in the same way which is this might kill you it's so cold (laughs) You know what I mean. You will
0: freeze to death <laughs> from the waist up. Yeah, uh,
1: like, and it will—it will be like in no other context is getting frostbite something mm-hmm. that seems appealing, but Except somehow in those gum, commercials, gum has figured it out. Like you're in danger of how f-
0: cold this gum is. You won't be able to drink water for twelve hours because <laughs> of how cold the water will be when you drink it.
1: Our gum is so long-lasting <laughs> and so f- cold that you will. Gain superpowers.
0: Your tongue will turn black and fall off. Remember <laughs> from frostbite. Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze in Batman? Yeah. That is who you will become <laughs> if you chew our gum.
0: The reason I said it's kind of like toothpaste is toothpaste is known in the uh, packaging design industry as like kind of the the quintessential product not changing, packaging changing. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, like yeah. <laughs> we can't
1: make toothpaste any yeah. different
0: folks. But they'll like Colgate will have twenty different mm. types of boxes. Red yeah. box, white box, yeah. blue box, mm-hmm. four variations of the red and oh. and this one's whitening and Tartar control and anti cavity. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the last time I went to buy toothpaste, in fact, I just spent the whole time looking for like where is Colgate the normal? Yeah. <laughs> just you know what i mean i just like, want
0: colgate like just th- the colgate
1: I, where is the colgate yeah. there it doesn't exist and so wow. i was like paralyzed i was like well now i don't know what to get
0: it's I such don't... a weird shopping experience for toothpaste
1: yeah there's only two brands really, really? there's colgate and crest yeah. and then there's a couple of like weird brands next door next to... yeah <laughs> toms of maine yeah. toothpaste <laughs> Burt's Bees. Yeah. Uh, And so you're you're down to like Colgate and Crest, which is kind of like the Windows and Mac argument of toothpaste.
0: Mm. We all have our allegiances.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm more of a Colgate person (laughs) because I just grew up buying Colgate. That's funny. Actually, I can't remember. Stephanie buys all of the toothpaste now, which is a much better way to live your life if someone else is buying toothpaste for you. Yeah,
0: save a lot of time.
1: It's not worth it. Um, because guess what? There is no just Colgate or just Crest anymore. It's all, it's like postmodern toothpaste (laughs) choices where you're just
0: flooded with choices. That's hard for people like you and I, I think. I just want to, I just want a classic toothpaste. Um, so what's the classic gum? Well, for me, it was like,
1: it was extra or Wrigley's or whatever Mm. it was called, or maybe it was Wrigley's extra. I thought that was gum, and then everybody else was variations yeah. on gum.
0: It's got to be Wrigley. Wrigley has a field. You don't hear of any take five. That's or true. Five
1: <laughs> stride. Stride, stride field. Stadium. That yeah. would be good, actually. Yeah, it works.
0: The alliteration is it would, strong. <laughs> it
1: would be way better than like Sleep Train Arena, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Smoothie Center, which are two <sighs> Energy real things. Solutions
0: Arena was the worst. Yeah. So glad Although it's I not can't there.
1: say vivant is much better.
0: Delta Center
1: that was where Delta it was at. Center was the um, one sad thing about living in Utah is that like one of the best industries or businesses best I put in mm-hmm. quotes um, is Larry H Miller because mm-hmm. I hate so many of their business practices, which is market everything yeah it makes sense I'm not saying they're it's not a smart business move I'm just saying I hate it mm-hmm. and I think it's super tacky um they own that. They own it. Why not just name it the Larry H. Miller Arena? Then you're <clears throat> advertising your own brand, and it feels correct because they actually own the thing.
0: Money. That's
1: yeah, because the they can get a ton of
0: money from Vivint. Um, so, and that has everything to do with gum because... Which is a bummer. We don't know which name is going to stick.
1: Um, Zing! Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we've reached the point where... <laughs> names don't yeah. really matter in, yeah. and so very few of them matter you know? brands spend a ton of money and time creating a brand and then they just kill it and create a new one and that's kind of the process we're in now
0: I'm a little worried because I think that my stick joke was lost on you
1: um, say it again go for it again
0: I, uh, I was saying that the name of the jazz playing arena <laughs> has everything to do with gum because we don't know which name is going to stick Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um I'm hey, I'm not abo- I'm not above
1: laughing at a joke that's just been explained to me. So uh,
0: anywho, <laughs> what's your next question?
1: Um yeah, hopefully they'll uh, Larry H. Miller will chew on, you know, that thought. Yeah. If they listen
0: to this podcast, yeah. they'll give it some. I hope they don't spit it out of their minds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just saying introspect in a long-lasting manner, yeah. on like what what to do next time when Vivent's deal runs out. Yeah. Um, I had another sort of question, uh, but now I can't remember it. So I'll just go. Well, it's time for you to ask a question. Um. If we're following the formal format.
0: We are. Formal. We're very formal about these things. Do you chew a full stick or a half stick of gum? I'm a full stick guy. I'm a half stick guy.
1: Why? Do you feel like you're being, you're making some sort of smart economic choice? Because I feel like that's why my parents would give me half sticks.
0: uh, I can't say that has nothing to do with it, but it has very little to do with it. Like, of course it's nice because then two sticks become one. (laughs) Yeah. But I like the size of the wad in my mouth. (laughs) More than the full stick. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as obtrusive when you're talking or, you know, whatnot. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. You're more likely to be a gum smacker if you're a full stick guy.
1: Yeah. Well, I, you know, I kind of want attention anyway, Mm. so maybe that's why I (laughs) I like to pop my gum, which means I want attention. Yeah. Um, which is one reason why I, one reason why I stay away from gum is because Mm. I do know that I draw too much attention to myself.
0: The pop. That can be extremely loud. And annoying.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've only recently come to the conclusion like, Oh, people don't want to hear me pop my knuckles all the time.
0: (laughs) Um, Or your gum. There's two types of gum popping that I've heard. There's the one really, really loud, just like mm -hmm. really loud. But then there's the, like I've heard people do where it's like, a cascade of yeah. small pops that <laughs> yeah, yeah. is
1: the worst. Yeah. Um same goes for popping knuckles. Yeah, like the, okay, there's the, the one person hand. that like Whoa. listen to every single one of my fingers go. Yeah. And then there's the other person who like has a maneuver where they just pop them all at <laughs> once and you're like, "Whoa." <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Um
0: I don't like gum related sounds at all. No. I don't want to hear anybody
1: uh, you know there's like the people that chew with their mouth open. Yeah. I and I and now I think now that I've come to this conclusion, I'm like, stop. Like, yeah. I know you want attention, but this is not the way to get it from me.
0: It's just, it's just unbecoming of a of a human. Chewing gum is almost, it's almost like chewing with your mouth open. Yeah. Maybe it should be disallowed. Um, I'm I'm just gonna ask because this kind of seems related. Like, how long do you chew gum? because obviously a full stick lasts longer than a half stick.
1: I always chew gum until I hate it. Uh, you it never was...
0: spit it out prematurely.
1: No. I, I mean, it wouldn't even be premature. It would be smart to spit it out when I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. But what I do is instead chew it until it draws attention to itself again as like, hey, this is kind of a bad. <laughs> yeah, it's vile. It, it doesn't taste good and it's kind of hard to chew and it's making your jaw tired. Ah. Oh. That's yeah. when I, that's when I like spit it out.
0: Yeah. I, I hate that nasty old gum taste. How long, is that how long you do too? When uh, it do seems you... to vary. I'll spit it out if I'm like entering a social situation. Um, cause I don't want to, that's just be, thoughtful. You know, yeah. <laughs> just trying to be considerate, you know, my fellow <laughs> humans. Um, but I've chewed gum so long that it starts to dissolve in my mouth. Have you ever experienced that? Mm-mm, I don't feel like I have. <clears throat> I asked Google about that, and seems to be, like, maybe it depends on the person, like, what your saliva is composed of. Oh, okay. Which is kind of odd. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll forget that I'm chewing gum sometimes. And then, like, it starts to dissolve. And I'm like, what's going on?
1: My di- My gum's disappearing.
0: Yeah, which begs the question, <laughs> like, does it really not digest in your body if... It will dissolve in your mouth as you're chewing it.
1: Yeah. And um, my mom lied to me about how gum, yeah, what it does in your body.
0: Classic um, mom lie.
1: My mom lied to me about a lot of things <laughs> to try and deter me from doing stuff. Uh, which now I, at first I like, first I believed her. And then second, I was disappointed mm-hmm. and I felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, Give credit to my mom. She came up some, with some pretty creative, real-sounding lies <laughs> um, that so really, <laughs> like, struck fear in me. Hers, for me, was like, she got me to stop swallowing my gum by telling me that they would all accumulate in my stomach, mm-hmm. block the hole mm-hmm. through which waste would leave. And and I, everybody needs to know that my mom's a nurse, so she She's, sounded official. Yeah
0: that is extra mean
1: um and that and then she explained to me what a colostomy bag was and she said if you swallow too many too much gum mm-hmm. they they say like you break your <laughs> you break your <laughs> digestive system and then wow they install a colostomy bag
0: she took that way farther than she had to
1: but it worked because like i lived in
0: fear of that for many years like you accidentally swallow gum and you're just like paralyzed with fear yeah like, you're like is
1: this the one do that's i need gonna... to make myself throw up or... <laughs> is this the tipping point
0: <laughs> this is like the last yeah you
1: imagine like a little plate of gum
0: <laughs> in your stomach
1: directly above the hole working you know like a tub uh-huh. plug goes yeah but there was one little hole that was still allowing you to cr- create yeah. poop normally and then that, like, what, is this the piece that, like, fit perfectly into the hole?
0: Yep. And then, like, and the colostomy f- bag is on its way. At <laughs> and that they point. all fused together.
1: Like, am I going to start turning green here in a minute? She
0: could have just said it, that your stomach doesn't digest it, and so you can't swallow it. Like, I that worked for me. I, I never swallowed my gum as a kid because I was told that. But like, she, that it just stays in your stomach.
1: I need... Uh, my mom knew that I needed a consequence Mm, We needed the
0: fear yeah
1: because i was swallowing it in direct defiance Mm. to her like because she had told me she had tried every other thing yeah and and like my personality is such that i was like i I (laughs) dare you like
0: i will swallow it. like i'd look her right in the eye and be like (laughs) like i just swallowed (laughs) that gum in your face mom she's like that's it I'm going to come up with something really terrifying. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. Know,
1: that's why I'm saying now I'm at the point where I'm like, I credit her.
0: So a kid can, I mean, a hu- any human, could get constipated from gum. I read this. This is real. Yeah. Okay. But constipation is a lot different than, you know, blocking the hole permanently so your digestive tract no longer functions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, totally fine to swallow gum. Like, unless you're swallowing a huge, like, a double bubble pack every day or something. You know.
1: And your body will digest it.
0: Um, it doesn't necessarily digest. It just passes it. It just goes through. Yeah.
1: That's good to know because yeah. I still carry misconceptions about what happens to gum if I yeah. do accidentally swallow it. Yeah. Which yeah. happens occasionally.
0: I mean, you were nurtured to believe that, and it's hard to get that out of your head.
1: Like, I don't believe actively that I'm going to need a colostomy (laughs) bag, but I also don't know exactly what happens. So now you're actually teaching me. Helping you out. That your body just goes like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, and I also... (laughs) There's plenty of room in there. There's
0: zero chance that that little wad of gum stays a wad. Like, I'm sure that it, like, the heat and acid of your body breaks it apart to be
1: actually forms back
0: into a perfect stick. <laughs> yep. And that's how it uh, comes that's how, out. How, and, uh, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. going to avoid the blue yeah. humor. We can. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and, in fact, it's recycled.
0: Yep. <laughs> that came full circle. <laughs>
1: well, full stick, full <laughs> rectangle. Um, so, here, here's my next question.
0: I think this is going to have to be our final question.
1: Could the location of gum in a store ever be changed? Or has it, like, found its permanent place? It has the best place?
0: place in the store. There's is no it the better best, place? Though? Yes. That is the best place.
1: I just want some innovative store person to be like, wait a minute. Are we just doing this because it's convention?
0: Like, of course this should be by the garlic and onions. <laughs> See what I mean? Somebody, I just want a Steve
1: Jobs-esque... Grocery store employee to like rethink convention mm-hmm. to be like, think different to the location of chewing gum. It's like
0: every, yeah, everything that could cause bad breath, the gum is next to it. Ne- yeah. Beef jerky. Any, yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's get serious about where gum should be. Mm. Should it be right next to the produce, right next to the onions?
0: I mean, maybe there should be gum dispensers just peppering the stores. any given moment
1: yeah i'm I'm with you like shouldn't it be in any place where the triggered thought of like i love onions but it's gonna give me mm. bad breath holy crap there's gum right there Mm. it's reminding you because aren't we so trained to see gum in its natural habitat Mm. which is above the conveyor belt (laughs) that we just ignore it i just go weeks without buying gum not because i don't want gum but because i just Mm. don't even see the gum anymore yeah do you know what I mean?
0: What I, st- if- I still think they've they've kind of got the best spot. I don't think that it's... <laughs> uh, I'm you know, saying it's so could you improve con- gum sales by moving it? Yeah.
1: Just by novelty. Hmm. Just the pure novelty of seeing gum in such a weird place.
0: It's definitely possible. What if you could buy one stick at a time? What if it was like your smartphone allowed you to, to just pay three cents for a stick of gum and you could just you know, it's like a
1: microtransactions.
0: Yeah. And it's like a hand sanitizer dispenser, but you just put your hand on it and it gives you a piece of gum and it just,
1: you actually put your phone because it needs NFC. (laughs) So it's like using Apple pay
0: and it lands on the phone.
1: Yeah. And it just like goes and lands on the phone. You've got one stick. That's smart. How much should one
0: stick of gum cost? If it was sold individually, I'm sure that the worth would, increase and they would have to be like
1: would you pay 25 cents for a piece of one single piece of gum yeah that means i'm on a
0: date and i like need it at that time (laughs) yeah okay
1: (laughs) yeah in a restaurant yeah in the bathroom yeah oh man that's smart that's genius how come no gum company has tried this like we sell single like some places have like vendors of like tampons Tampons, that just makes sense even
0: i've seen condoms in bathrooms or why aren't there should also be like single-use toothbrushes that'd be nice too
1: because sometimes you get into a social situation where you just forgot yeah and then you want
0: nothing but relief from the thing that you're concerned about i mean gum companies kind of want you to think that that's what gum is is a single serving of toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so what I use it for sometimes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why can't bathrooms be
0: centers of commerce? They can.
1: Because it seems trashy. If
0: I it's think a clean bathroom, it doesn't seem trashy, does it?
1: I do think there is something... Trashy about a vending machine with with
0: useful stuff in
1: it in a bathroom. Have you ever seen those? They're like metal But I think it's 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 all presentation. Yeah,
0: what if there was like a foyer Between that the actual restaurant or whatever place you are and the actual bathroom where you made you know small purchases of your
1: I'm saying I think I don't I think that's a pretty good idea. (laughs) But I think, like, it's a product. It's yeah. a product that a company bought a vending machine mm-hmm. to put stuff in. And we like to think of, like, um, the iPhone. Part of the reason the iPhone was appealing was because it was just a complete rethinking of what a phone should be.
0: Okay.
1: Whereas so many people were doing a conventional yeah. thing. Um, so what if we actually thought of something like a gum dispenser yeah. as a th- product worth thinking about in a bathroom? Like the another example, yeah. the Dyson Airblade. Somebody being like, yeah. "Wait a minute!" Like, we love the idea of hot air blowing on our hands to yeah. dry our hands off, but it doesn't really work.
0: But it's kind it of the same. Work?
1: It's the kind of the same thing as the unimportant matters, uh, like brand, which is yeah. just like just putting thought into something that just seems too inconsequential yeah. to be worth thinking about.
0: <clears throat> so basically, you've just come up with. The poster child, you know, case study of the unimportant matters.
1: Yeah. The the business side. Yeah. <laughs> it, we need to develop a, a chewing gum, single serving chewing gum dispenser.
0: An ongoing list of ideas we've come up with that you cannot steal unless you pay us. Which <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be stealing.
1: We've come up with like three or four different products to market. Yeah. First of all, we've rethought where chewing gum needs to be sold. And that could be
0: revolutionary for And micro purchases. Sales. Yeah, <laughs> single stick purchases.
1: Yeah, microtransactions. Microtran- yeah. Real, real life microtrans. Like life is free to play, Matt. <laughs> and how we make money is by offering microtransactions yeah. within life.
0: That yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you have a fingerprint ID or uh, a password, then it prevents kids from buying gum without your authorization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I just think <laughs> life is freedom and that's the take home message folks.
1: <laughs> Do you have any other
0: chewing gum questions?
1: Um, all right. You should ask me that cause you're, you're running this.
0: podcast. You know, I asked all my questions and I, I think we solved a lot of the world's gum problems and hopefully, uh, got some people thinking some stuff, some stuff to chew on.
1: <laughs> there's some new um there's some there's there's always room to innovate i know chewing gum seems like it's just too bound by tradition to even mess with but let's mess with it yeah. let's um stick disrupt yeah. <laughs> couldn't agree more um if we lived in silicon valley like these ideas would be taken seriously
0: <laughs> yes i think we better move <laughs>
1: but because we live Operations. out of the context of the stupidity of silicon valley we 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 get to pretend like we're actually just joking around
0: yeah but we're serious (laughs)
1: yeah Uh, we're serious as a stick of gum (laughs) which is a new phrase i just made up
0: i'll take it (laughs) thanks jaron yeah thanks Thanks for the podcast and thanks for this glass of water
1: hey thanks everybody for listening um go out there and chew a stick of gum
0: or a half stick